Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes, and thank you, Texas Bix Bender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. Let me take a brief moment to introduce Riders in the Sky to you. On my left, that's your right, as you behold your Zenith Airwise 8-tube, the landfill of disposable information, he's too slim. Thank you, Ranger Doug. Thanks, ladies Thanks. You know, you know, Ranger Doug, pigs don't sweat. No, I didn't. Thank you, Slim. Thank you very much. To my right, the landfill of disposable music, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, Dr. Woody Paul. <laughs> Thank you, friends. And in the center, every child's hero, every man's friend, every woman's dream, the idol of American youth, Ranger Doug. Thank you. It's a tough job, but, well, you know the rest. And our orchestra. Don't think about dumping more musical talent on him because he's already full. Joey the Cow Polka King! <laughs> Thank you, Joey. We've had so many requests oh. pour in for our old sidekick, Side Meat, to sing a song. Side Meat, come on up here. And explain to me, if you will, that incredible picture of you. A disgusting picture of you that was in the Inquirer this morning. It wasn't a picture of me. I was framed. That was a picture of you, and it, it was repulsive. It wasn't me, Ranger Doug. I was in Covington or somewhere. That's where it happened. Drinking beer in a cabaret. Was I having fun? Then last night she shot out the lights. Now I'm on the run. Lay that pistol down, babe. Lay that pistol down. Pistol packing mama. Lay that pistol down. Oh, she kicked me like old senator. She hit me o'er the head. 
She cussed and cried and said I lied and wished that I were dead. Oh, lay that pistol down, babe, lay that pistol down. Oh, pistol back in my mind. Lay that pistol down. Lay it down, Joey. It was you. Well, I'll cook for you each evening. I'll woo you every day. I'll be your regular daddy if you put that gun away. Oh, lay that pistol down, babe. Lay that pistol down. Pistol pack in my mouth. Lay that pistol down. Now, here's the old side me. He really had his fun. Until last night she shot out the lights. Now his honking days is done. <laughs> hey, lay that pistol down, babe. Lay that pistol down. Pistol pack in mama. Lay that pistol Everybody sing. Lay that pistol down, babe. Lay that pistol down. Howdy, neighbors. This is Texas Big Spinner talking to you from deep in the heart of the West. I'd like you to do me a favor if you wouldn't take just a moment to think about that old calendar you got hanging in there on the kitchen wall. Now, if you're like most folks, that thing is full of little notes about birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, and other personal special occasions. And as I know you know, every single cotton picking one of these days calls for remembrance in the form of a gift from you. Now, with that in mind, you've got to sit down and ask yourself, how on earth am I going to be able to keep coming up with unique and meaningful gifts for all these occasions? Well, don't despair, neighbors. I wouldn't have brought all this up if I didn't have some answers for you. As a matter of fact, I got exactly 100 answers for any occasion, and they come from your friends and mine, the good folks down at the Del Rio Chicken Ranch. I'm talking about their brand new personalized gift service, which they call Telechick. That's right, neighbors. Now you can send anybody anywhere 100 live baby chicks a full bouquet for only $9.99 simply by picking up your phone and giving us a call. Now think about it, partners. It's Mother's Day, and your sweet little mama opens the door, and the postman hands her a package of 100 live baby chicks. Won't she be surprised? And what about Father's Day? Forget about the loud tie that he never wears and the old spice cologne he's got a cabinet full of, and send old dad the gift that keeps on giving, 100 live baby chicks. Now, what if you got a sweetheart that's hard to shop for, or maybe you've had a little spat and you're trying to make up, but he or she says, no dice. Well, pick up that phone and give Telechick a call. Order your sweetheart 100 live baby chicks, then just sit back and wait for their phone call. I guarantee you'll hear from them the moment those chicks arrive. So do me a favor now, will you? Take a look at that calendar we were talking about earlier, figure out what date you're gonna need a present for, then pick up that phone and call 1-900-TELCHICK. That's 1-900-T-E-L-C-H-I-C. It'll only cost you $9.99 per order. And remember, sending 100 live baby chicks to someone could change their whole attitude towards you. Call now, won't you? Okay, thanks a lot. And now back to Riders Radio Theater. Thank you, Texas Nick Benjamin. What a master of delivery you are. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's guest time here again on Riders Radio Theater, and I'm going to turn things over once again to the man who books the guests, Too Slim. 
Right you are, Ranger Doug. Thank you so much. This is a special treat for us tonight. We have a, a legend in, in country music. He, uh, he had a great band back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s called the Golden West Cowboys. He's a member of the Country Music Hall of Fame. He, uh, he's written so many great classic hits. The Tennessee Waltz, uh, See the Pyramids Along the Nile. He wrote that of some... Slowpoke. Slowpoke and, and Bonaparte's on. Retreat. Bonaparte's Retreat. Ladies Holy and gentlemen, what a thrill for us to have on this show. A real legend in the music business, Pee Wee King. Yes. Yeah. Pee Wee. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Great to have you here tonight, Pee Wee. Doug, it's my pleasure. I'll tell you that right now. I never knew you guys were having this much fun on the road. <laughs> yeah, we stay home and struggle, and you go out in the road and have all the fun. That's the. It may not be the easy way, Pee Wee, but it's the, the cowboy way. way. Oh, it's the cowboy <laughs> way. Pee Wee, sing us a couple of songs here. What do you say? Before I sing, I want to, I want to try something. How many folks here from uh, Indiana? How many folks from Kentucky? How many people are here from somewhere else? All I can say, wherever you're from, welcome to the United States. <laughs> okay, fellas, we want to do a little song about Dixie. Bonaparte's Retreat. Hey! Met the girl I love in a town way down in Dixie, meet the stars up above. She was the sweetest girl I ever did see. So held her in my arms and told her of her many charms. I kissed her while the fiddles played the Bonaparte's retreat. All the world was bright as I held her on that night. Then I heard her say, darling, please don't go away. So held her in my arms and told her of her many charms. I kissed her while the fiddles played the Bonaparte's retreat. Fiddle! As I held her on that night, then I heard her say, Darling, please don't go away. So I held her in my arms and told her of her many charms. I kissed her while the fiddle played the Bonaparte's retreat. Oh, yeah! Pee-wee, I, I think if we hurry, we have time for you to do another one of your signature songs, The well, Great I'd like Slowpoke. To, I'd like to do this for all the housewives in our audience because that's, that's who the song was written for. Got us a gold record from RCA Victor many, many years ago. And if you remember the words to Slowpoke, I know how old you are. <laughs> okay? Start <laughs> off right from the top. Keep me waiting till you know it's aggravating. You're a slow poke. 
I wait and worry, but you never seem to hurry. You're a slowpoke. Time means nothing to you. I wait and then you're late again. Eight o'clock, nine o'clock, quarter to ten. Why should I linger every time you snap your finger, little slowpoke? Why can't you hasten when you see the times are wasting? You're a slowpoke, dear. Why should I keep trying to change you? It's not the thing to do. I guess I'll have to learn to be a slowpoke too. Accordion. time you snap your finger, little slowpoke. Why can't you hasten when you see the time's a-wasting? You're a slowpoke, dear. Why should I keep trying to change you? It's not the thing to do. I guess I'll have to learn to be a slowpoke, too. Oh, yeah! That's it! The writers in the sky, aren't they great? What do you say? Pee-wee, Pee-wee, before you go. Uh, Pee-wee, wait a minute. Wait a minute here, Pee-wee. Come on back, Pee-wee. Pee-wee, <laughs> Pee -wee, I, I know you, you're, you're awful busy still with your songwriting. Just going to the bank and cashing all the checks from your songwriting royalty has got to be a, a full-time job. How are you keeping busy these days? Well, to tell you the truth, being raised on a farm up in northern Wisconsin, I'm kind of keeping busy with the bird watching. Bird watching, yeah, you say? Yeah, and I even got a job with the Department of Agriculture watching after the agricultural pets, especially the birds. That's but I'm tired, kind of tired of it. Really? Tired of it, you say? Yeah, well, watching those birds is all right, but I saw what they did to the mayor of our town statue. Is that I yeah. guess the birds were interested in buying it. I noticed several of them left a deposit on it. So you said it, not me. Pee-wee, <laughs> 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 anyway, I've waited all day for that joke. That's a big thrill for me. <laughs> I paid a dollar for it backstage just a little while ago. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you down the trail. Pee-wee King, Pee -wee bird watcher. Riders Radio Theater is a mammoth radio pictures production in association with WVXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with the Saddle Pals. We'll be right back. Here's a little of Woody Paul's Hills of Old Wyoming.
Welcome back, buckaroos and buckarettes. You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. <laughs> and now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode 11 of the exciting Western melodrama, Phantom of the Valley. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, the evil villain Slocum is deeply involved in a very big and evil plan to take over the water rights to Tumbleweed Valley. To that end, he framed Ranger Doug to get him out of the way and then begin taking over ranchers left and right. Meanwhile, Ranger Doug stumbled into the long-lost secret cavern of Don Ricardo Provasquez, an early Spanish settler who was also known as the Phantom of the Valley. In discovering the cave, Ranger Doug took a nasty fall, and as a result of banging his head in that fall, he now suffers from amnesia and believes that he is Don Ricardo Provasquez. Then, in our last episode, Slocum came up with a plan to take over another ranch he needs, Miss Marm's Organic Prune Ranch. <laughs> See this, Charlie? Yeah. It's a quart of old a prune hog. One drop will attract prune hogs for a thousand miles. <laughs> Slocum then told Charlie to disguise himself as Ranger Doug, ride out to Miss Marm's Organic Prune Ranch, and put one drop of the liquid in her irrigation tank. But Charlie, be careful. Don't use more than one drop or spill any of it. If one drop will draw prune hawks from a thousand mile radius, no telling what a whole court would do. Well, be careful. <laughs> and now episode 11 of Phantom of the Valley entitled, Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places. The sun is still high in the sky as two slim Woody Paul inside meet arrive at Miss Marm's cozy white frame ranch house and knock on her door. Oh, howdy, Miss Marm. Why, howdy, boys. I come to get some of them fresh prunes you said I could have. I need them for a bean and prune casserole I'm going to cook up. Oh, that should be quite a casserole, all right. Yeah, it won't take many, though. Oh, just help yourself to all the prunes you want, side me. Oh, thanks. Uh, come on, boys. Oh, you boys will probably run into a man with a notebook and a pair of binoculars somewhere down in the orchard. Yeah? Who might he be? Well, he works for the U.S. Agriculture Department. He's oh. here to count prune hogs. Well, uh... He won't be too busy then, will he? Uh, Ain't more than 50 prune hawks within 50 miles of here. And you're probably right about that, side meat, but, uh, but they have, have to keep tabs on the population anyway. Uh, Even a few prune hawks can do a lot of damage. Yeah, if there were to be some freak population explosion of prune hawks, why, there's no telling what damage they could do. That's the truth, too, Slim. That's well, the truth. we'll say howdy if we see him. Hey, who's that riding in out there? Oh, I don't know. I'm not expecting anyone. The unexpected visitor reins his horse in just out of recognition distance. Whoa. Uh-oh. Looks like she's got company. Well, I'm out of recognition distance anyway. <laughs> they won't know it's me. With this mask I have on, they'll think I'm Ranger Doug. <laughs> I'll just throw a little lead their way as I ride by. That'll keep them busy, keep them down while I gotta do the job on the water tank. Come on, get up there, Bluto. Come on! As Charlie gallops closer to the riders and Miss Marm, they do indeed think he is their old friend, the idol of American youth. Boys, I do believe that's Ranger Doug. Oh, it sure is, and he's a-coming this way. Oh, sure is good to see him again. Yeah, but boy, it looks like he's put on a little weight since he's been gone. But he's not slowing down. It looks like he's going to ride right past us. Yoo-hoo, Ranger Doug. Ranger Doug. Oh, 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 holy oh, cow, he's oh, shooting at us. Oh, quick. He kept going. Oh, no, look. He stopped over there by that irrigation water tank. He's climbing up it. What's that in his hand? Looks like a jug of some sort. Come on, let's go find out what's going on. You better stay here till we figure this out, Miss Marm. Oh, boys, do be careful. 
As the riders make their way to the water tank in a serpentine fashion, Charlie has already reached the top. <laughs> now just one little drop. Uh-oh. Those guys around the porch are trying to sneak up on me. <laughs> Guess they need another dose of lead. <laughs> that did it. I'll just put a little drop of this prunehawk water in here. But as Charlie raises the jug to extract his drop, suddenly from out of nowhere, the Phantom of the Valley comes galloping by. <laughs> and with a snap of his bullwhip, he smashes the jug like an egg. And a full quart of highly concentrated Odie Prunehawk splashes all over Charlie. Oh no, not him again. Oh, this stuff's all over me. I think I'd better get out of here. Quick. Charlie quickly scrambles down the ladder. Meanwhile, down on the ground, the riders are a little bit confused by all that's going on. Who was that masked man? I don't know, Slim. Moo, oh, whoever he is, he was after Ranger Doug. He sure was. Come on, let's go get him. If he's attacking Ranger Doug, he must be no good. Quickly, the riders get to their horses and take off uh, after the Phantom, uh, who, after a hearty uh, sneeze, uh, uh, drops a monogram handkerchief, spurs his horse, and rides away. Meanwhile, Charlie, soaked to the skin in Odie Prunehawk essence, has gained the ground. But even as he mounts his horse, the air is filling up with the ominous, eerie, menacing sound of millions of beating wings. Oh, no. What's that sound? That sound is flapping wings and singing hearts from every female prune hawk on the planet as they converge on a single prune hawk love god, a 300-pound doofus in a ranger dug mask named Charlie. Holy catfish. Come on, Bluto. Get me out of here. Meanwhile, two swim Woody and Side Leader after the Phantom of the Valley. They chase him over Hill and Dell and then onto the famed old Triple X ranch itself. But just as they're about to catch up with him, he rides right into the face of Montgomery Cliff and disappears. Gosh, where'd he go? He rode right into that cliff. He ain't human. <laughs> While the riders puzzle with this seemingly impossible feat, Charlie has reached Tumbleweed City limits with millions of love-crazed female prune hawks hot on his tail. Oh. But his fevered brain has come up with a plan. With the female prune hawks closing fast, he races his frothing horse into town and down Main Street to the Tumbleweed Woolworth. Once there, he crashes through the plate grass window, stumbles from his horse, and runs to the perfume counter. There he grabs atomizer after atomizer, and every shape and description of spray that he can find, all their cloying contents are quickly sprayed about him. Oh, the no. smell is, of course, horrendous. He continues to spray and spray anything and everything on himself he can find. Oh, and the it works. Oh, Ray, Outside, the female prune hawk screeches to a stop in front of Woolworth. They have lost the scent. Not even their keen little beaks can sniff it out from all the reeking odors that pour forth from the venerable old five and dime. <laughs> With a terrible sinking feeling in their hearts, they realize that the 300-pound hunk of prune hawk they've been frantically chasing has eluded them. Hurt, heart-sick, and blue, they turn around and fly back to Miss Marm's ranch, where once they get there, they do what any broken-hearted, rejected lover anywhere would do. They eat. In this case, they gorge themselves on prunes. And this does not go unnoticed by a certain U.S. Department of Agricultural bird watcher who wastes no time in calling Washington. Hello, Mr. Secretary. You're not going to believe this. Forget stopping those killer bees. We've got female prune hawks to deal with. There's female prune hawks. There's not, not going to be a prune left in, in the whole America. <laughs> Is America about to be pruneless? How did the phantom ride right into a cliff and disappear? And how much more convoluted can this plot get? Answers to these questions can be found in episode 12 of Phantom of the Valley entitled Panic in Sun City. Uh -huh. 
It's high and roughage, gut-wrenching, intestine-twisting melodrama you won't want to miss. So be here in your regular spot next week at this Theater of the Mind. And now, here again are Riders in the Sky and Mr. Pee-wee King. Thank you very much. Let's get Pee-wee to lead us in the most famous song of all of his. The Tennessee we want all of you to join in, on resp in, in respect to Red Stewart, the co-writer, and myself. We want to thank you for making, help making the Tennessee Waltz the state song. Come on, everybody know the words? I was waltzing with my darling to the Tennessee Waltz when an old friend I happened to see. I introduced him and while they were waltzing, my friend stole my sweetheart from me. I remember the night and the Tennessee waltz. Now I know just how much I have lost. Yes, I lost my little darling the night they were playing. The beautiful Tennessee Walls Fiddle. Come on, everybody sing real loud so we can hear you. You're going to be on radio. I remember the night and the Tennessee walls. Only you know how much I have lost. Yes, I lost my little darling the night they were playing the beautiful Tennessee walls. And I thank you, all of you. Thank you. Thank you, Pee-wee King. Well, we've got a scoop. Let's ride out on here, fellas. So long, Satisfied. Cast and Riders Radio Theater, Munger, the Quality Hotel Central in Norwood, Ohio. We'll see you next week on Riders Radio Theater. <laughs>